Do you see a person skilled in his work? He will take his position before kings, and he will not take his position before obscure people. I use the word skill to mean the ability to produce a desired result. Now, your boss is looking for a skilled subordinate. The skills you possess determine your career potential, but the skills you display will determine how fast you can rise to the top of your career ladder. Now, that said, you must realize that your boss will only place value on the skills that are relevant to the corporate goals and to the organization's success. The more relevant skills you display, the more of your boss's heart you are most likely to possess. Your ability to produce will gladden your boss's heart. The more results your skills produce, the more your team and ultimately your boss looks good. Your boss desires a skilled performer, and that's why he's willing to train you to deliver. But can I tell you a little secret? Your boss will never be particularly overimpressed by any skills you display that the organization empowered you with. If the organization trains you to produce that skill, then your improved performance will be expected, and therefore, that's not going to be a big deal. The trick is to blow your boss's mind with skills he has absolutely no clue how and where you acquired them. Now, every time I hear people complain that their organization didn't send them on training, I always ask them to tell me the last time they sent themselves in a training program. Most times, they look at me in total amazement as though, why on earth should I send myself in a training program? That's the company's responsibility. But then, I always respond calmly by asking, whose career is it anyway, yours or the company's? The big idea here is simply that if you, with a clear vision of your career goals, do not consider yourself worthy of your training investment, given all you know about yourself and how valuable you say you are, then why on earth do you expect an organization to make such an investment in you? Sponsor yourself in a training program in your field of specialization. Equip yourself with skills in using new relevant software. You can also build on whatever training the company gives you. For instance, if your company sent you on a basic spreadsheet training program, then it's up to you to be able to go beyond the level of that training program to do things that the company will require with the spreadsheet application, such as sales projections or the company's financial statements. Discover how you can use that application to draw fantastic graphs during your presentation. Also, you might want to find out how you can use your new PowerPoint application to improve and enhance your company's marketing presentations to your clients. Become skilled in the most relevant areas, and you will be on your way to winning the heart of your boss. Now, it's good to be knowledgeable. It's even better to be talented. However, knowledge and talent that can't be used to enhance your productivity will not be considered relevant skill. Your gifts, your talents, will make room for you before great men, but your skills cause you to stand in the company of great men. This audiobook you're about to listen to is actually a treasure chest. It contains the keys to unlocking the heart of your boss. It reveals the silent expectations of your boss. It discloses the key performance indicators that you will not find on your appraisal form. Listen only if you are ready to get promoted. S. Solution Provider Solution providers simply provide solutions. And the fact is that no organization hires an employee as a form of social responsibility. They only hire and pay people because they've got a problem they need to solve 
and believe the people they hire can solve those problems. You were hired to solve a problem. The more important the organization feels the problem is, the more value they will place on the provider of the solution. It's pretty straightforward, isn't it? That is why you should never consider any request by your customers, your teammates, or your boss as a bother. In fact, every bother is just an opportunity for you to prove that you are currently undervalued and that there is so much more you are capable of doing for the organization as you step out to calm the raging storm. Every organization has four main problems and your greatest challenge is to see how you can provide solutions to these four problems. Problem number one, how to earn more money. Problem number two, how to save more money. Problem number three, how to improve the organization's market share. And problem number four, how to enhance the organization's brand. I want you to understand that if you can't see how your job description provides any solution to these four questions, then you're probably being overpaid. Trust me, that is not a good sign. To win the heart of your boss, you have to discover how you can assist your boss achieve any or all of those four problems. Don't celebrate your discovery of your boss's problems as mere discovery of his weaknesses. Whatever it seems like your boss can't do naturally well is a void you are hired to fill. If he can't seem to follow through on things the way you can, you should consider yourself a solution to that problem. Follow through on his behalf and your value will rise in his perception. Just imagine if your boss could do everything by himself, then what would he need you for? If you are not very busy in the office, you are in hand's way of getting fired. Don't wait for your boss to find something for you to do. Look for something to do and trust me, there would always be loads of things to be done. Never forget the old faithful saying, seek and you will find. So, be the solution to the problem and not the problem that needs to be solved.